I walked in the door and heard, Mommy's home. She'll come give you a hug. I froze. I had just come home from my once a month meeting that was my time away. That was my time to spend with friends and with other homeschool moms who are walking this journey alongside me. Um, It was our Charlotte Mason discussion group meeting, and that was my time to recharge. And it had been a particularly difficult day. My children were a little bit younger, and so they were still in a very demanding stage where they needed a lot from me to um, get through the day in terms of uh, helping with lessons and helping with meals. They That particular day, they had both been a bit fussy, and so we had character issues we were dealing with too. The last thing I wanted to do was tuck them in. Normally, when I go to that meeting, I get to come home and just get ready for bed myself. This particular night, um, they it was a little bit later, and they just had not managed to get in bed on time. And so I dutifully went up and tucked them in, gave them kisses. And when I came back down, I calmly, but very, in, in very specific terms, told my husband, I do not ever want to do that again. If I am off duty and I'm at a meeting, I really need that time off. I don't want to come home and tuck them in. Even if they're awake when I get home, I don't want them to know that I am home. He knew by the look on my face that that time away was so important to me that I needed that to recharge. Homeschooling is a demanding 24-7 job. You're combining parenting and educating your children, and you're with them all the time. Especially when my children were younger, it was difficult because I felt like I was always on duty. I would often feel guilty when I made comments about wanting a break. We have no family in town, and my husband has a demanding job, so I did not have any breaks during the week normally. I cherished any time that I could spend alone. I came to realize that I needed this time so I could recharge. It allowed me to be a better mom and a better teacher, and I had to help my husband understand that also, that it wasn't that I didn't want to tuck them in. Every other night of the month, I enjoy tucking them in and spending a few minutes talking to them. But that was my one time away. And so I had to help him realize that I needed that time. So we had to work to find other ways for me to recharge. In this episode, I want to give you some strategies and tips that will help you find time to recharge and some encouragement to let go of the guilt. First, I want to encourage you to let go of the guilt. Being the responsible adult for multiple children and especially young children is demanding and tiring. We actually live in a fairly new era. In the past, it was rare that we would be the sole responsible person for these children. If you think back in the past, we would 
often be living in community. We would have multiple family members in the same household with us, or at least very close to us. We would um, be able to send the children out to just go play. I think back to reading some of the Little House on the Prairie books and Lara and Mary would just leave and be gone for the day playing outside and then come home to eat. Um, we don't have that time to send our children away to school and be able to have a little bit of downtime um, that we're not the responsible person. When you're with your children all the time, your brain is always on. You are always thinking about what needs to be done next and about kind of listening for what's going on in the house to see if you need to get involved and um, stop something from happening or take care of character issues. Your brain is always on. I distinctly remember a time that my girls had gone to stay, spend the week with grandparents and it was literally a full two days before I realized it was quiet. You know, I kind of missed them a little bit in the first two days. I knew they were gone and I thought, oh, I hope they're having a great time. But it wasn't until two days later that I finally realized there's silence. Oh, this is lovely. And then the next day I thought, I'm kind of missing the girls. It's too quiet around here. But I realized at that point that I had been processing so much just trying to um, take care of what needed to be taken care of and answer questions and listen for what was going on. It literally took those two days for my brain to slow down enough to process that it was finally quiet. God designed us to live in community and help one another out. We were not meant to embark on this adventure alone. So there is a value in our children spending time with others and learning from them. And that leads me into my second tip, which is to schedule time away. If you have family in town, that is a great way for you to get some breaks. Schedule an afternoon a week that your children can go hang out with their grandparents or maybe even just one afternoon a month making that time that they can invest in those relationships and you can have some downtime is really important. If you don't have family in town, like I don't, you can trade um, kid sitting times with a friend. For a season, we had three other friends that we would schedule one day a month that the other three moms would take their kids to um, one mom's house midday about 9 30 10 o'clock and they were free until two and during that time the kids got to play sometimes they worked on a craft um, it looked different depending on whose house they went to but that one friend was responsible for the kids and the kids were really old enough that they could largely take care of themselves it was more of just providing that guidance and um, making sure nobody did anything silly that they would get hurt but the other three friends had those precious few hours to run errands or take a nap or take a bath if they wanted to just do whatever they wanted and not um, not be that person responsible for everybody else. And since 
we had four families participating, it was only once every four months that you were the responsible person. So that might be a good way to do it. You could even do it with just one other friend and take turns every week um, trading, watching the kids while the other one gets a break. There might be a season that you need to enroll your young children in a Mother's Day Out program. Or maybe you can take advantage of a special class that your children can attend. Maybe there is something, an activity at your church that all of your kids can participate in. And you can have a few minutes just to sit down and even just sip a cup of coffee and read a book. If you are not proactive and take steps to make it happen, it won't happen. But if you can think creatively and kind of outside the box, I'm sure that you can find ways to schedule some time away. And even if it's only that one night a month, like with my Charlotte Mason meeting, that was very recharging for me. Um, It was actually difficult for us to make that happen because the time of the meeting required me to take my children to my husband at work most of the time. And sometimes they would have to have a book with them so that they could wait for him to finish his work. But we made it happen. We found ways to make it work so that I could have that one evening to go uh, be with friends and to talk about uh, Charlotte Mason's principles. I would come home so excited and just wired up from the conversation that it took me a little while to settle down and go to sleep. So it was very recharging for me. Last, I want to encourage you to train your children in habits that will help them to work independently. When my children were younger, they needed me to help them more. I needed to help them stay focused with lessons. I needed to help them learn how to do the chores around the house. I needed to to get food out to feed them. But now they are much more self-sufficient. I don't feel the need for a break nearly as much as when they were younger. Now I can actually um, tell them, hey, I need to get some work done. I'm going to close my office doors. If there's an emergency, you can come get me. But otherwise, I need you to pretend I'm not here. I'll leave a link to a post where I wrote about that and some of the ways that I trained them to get us to that point. But real quickly, a couple of things you could do is when they're young, train them to play quietly in their rooms or on a blanket or somewhere uh, confined so that you could have a nap or 15 to 30 minutes to read or do something you enjoy. I remember when my girls were young, they were about four and one years old. If I had a day that I was just so exhausted, I would take them into one of their rooms, both of them. We'd close the door and I would lay down on the floor and tell them, mommy needs a nap and I'm just going to lay here and I need you to play quietly in the room. And so it wasn't really a deep nap because I was still kind of listening for them, but I was able to rest and I knew that they were in a safe, confined space where they couldn't get hurt, they couldn't get into trouble and I was laying in front of the door so they weren't going to get out. As they have gotten older, I've been able to say, hey, I'm going to go take a nap and I need you to stay quiet. And they are able to do something that they enjoy like Legos or reading um, or working on some craft project. And it's okay that they are working and I'm taking a nap because they can take care of themselves. 
But that doesn't happen overnight. You have to train them to be able to do that. I want to encourage you also to start to turn over responsibilities and train them to care for themselves and work independently. You can start this at a very young age with age-appropriate responsibilities. Each year, we give our girls a responsibilities and privileges list, and it has a few more responsibilities and a few more privileges each year. And they really look forward to receiving that list on their birthday each year. I'll leave a link for a post about how we go about doing that. But I want to tell you that the benefit that we have seen is that each year as they step up to more and more responsibility, they are truly capable of taking care of themselves. My goal is that when they leave my house as adults, they are able to just take off and soar. So that's a process that we're embarking on slowly over the years. I have been able to reap benefits as we go, though. They are now old enough to stay home on their own while I run errands, and I can trust that they um, will stay safe, that they are learning how to make those decisions that um, they won't make silly mistakes while we're gone. I also have had times that I have had to, had to run an errand during the the school hours and a, like a doctor's appointment that I couldn't avoid. And I had a choice of either taking them with me and taking our schoolwork or now that they're old enough, they could stay home and keep working on their schoolwork. And because we have worked over time to... Um, learn to stay diligent, to use timers to stay focused and on track, and to build those skills that allow them to work independently, I knew that I could say, okay, I'm going to be gone from this time to this time. And while I'm gone, I need you to finish. And I would list off the things that they had to do. And I would come back and they would be done or almost done with those lessons. But it took time for us to build up to that point. So now that they are older and we have taken time to build those habits, it's easier for me to get a break. I could go take a bath and know that that they wouldn't interrupt me. I could go sit down and read and know that if I told them I need this break and I need no one to talk to me, that they would do that. I couldn't do it when they were younger and It took a while for me to let go of the guilt to realize that it wasn't a bad thing that I wanted to break from my children. It was the reality of life that I needed a few moments to not be on duty. So rest assured that it is normal to want to break from your children and from the responsibilities of being on duty. And know that with a little planning and some perseverance, you can find ways to get that break. And you can find ways to train them to work independently and to assume responsibility so that as they get older, you're able to get those breaks when you need them. And speaking of a break... This is the last podcast episode of the season. I hope that you have enjoyed the interviews and the uh, episodes this season, and they have been helpful and encouraging to you. We're going to be off until August. I hope you all have a great summer. 
And if you want to find more encouragement throughout the summer, you can check out my YouTube channel. I have videos that will help you in your parenting and home educating journey. And there's also a wealth of information on my website if you're looking for some specific um, advice. So I will see you back in the fall. This podcast is supported by sales on triumphantlearning.com. Today's featured product is Stepping Into Self-Education Summer Learning Program. Do you want your child to take responsibility for his education and avoid a struggle? Yes, you can. Take advantage of your child's natural tendencies as you help him to assume responsibility for his own education and learn to become a lifelong learner. Learn more at triumphantlearning.com forward slash self-education. As a thank you to my podcast listeners, use the coupon code AHDPODCAST to receive 10% off your order at triumphantlearning.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Your feedback will help other homeschool moms find the show so they can be equipped to create a calm, peaceful home atmosphere too. Until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.